What up, Jay Bone? Looks good. What are we doing today, homie? Looking forward to today's podcast, bro. Conan. Nineteen the nineteen eighty two version or the two thousand eleven version? Which one are we doing? <laughs> Let's do the eighty two version, the watchable one. What happened in two thousand eleven? Uh, it's bad mojo, son. Bad mojo. Uh, yeah. That's when the guy that uh was the Jason Malamoa, the Kyle Drogo, Aquaman. Ladies love that dude. Yeah, that movie was garbage, though. What you think about our name, Mad Season Movies? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's there's not much we can do. I try to think of uh, one of the bands we both love. Mad Season it is. I mean, we could have done Alice in Chains movies. We could have done Temple of the Dog movies. We could have just done Jay and Pete or Pete and Jay review movies. Yeah. You know me. I'm outside the box thinker, Bills. Yeah, I know. If it's got a flannel shirt on it, you're all over it. Oh, don't, lucky I can't grow the ponytail again. <laughs> 1982 Conan. Some interesting. How old were you in 1982, Big Dog. Uh, we were both seven, Bills. Correct. Did you watch this in theaters? No, I did not. How old were you when you first saw it? I think probably 10. Yeah, that's about the same age for me, about 10 years old. Did it blow your mind like it did mine? Oh, yeah. I that This was my uh, first experience of Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. And thought that, you know, this guy was a, a living, breathing action hero. I tell you what, watching this movie made me want to go make a big ass bowl of soup. That that's... I, I wanted to tear up some chicken watching this movie. <laughs> Just the chicken breast that Arnold and uh, his partner <laughs> take out. Uh, yeah. Had me wanting to go to Publix. Something, something fierce. Have you ever seen a better piece of chicken in your life? No. That was the most amazing piece of chicken. Juicy. It looked so, so cooked, so ready to eat. You know what I mean? It was first, you know what I mean, of the night. Yeah. <laughs> no, and damn well, they didn't have no uh, no garlic powder, no salt. Man, the chicken probably tasted nasty. I wonder uh, what the hygiene was like back then. You know what I mean? Like homeboys just fucking picking his nuts sack and fucking <laughs> and turning the chicken. You look over at him like, you guys just that? <laughs> they probably just licked nut sack juice off each other's fingers. They didn't give a about that. How about, you know, doing some research for this movie? How about the two cats that turned down the role of Conan the Barbarian? We talked about this. Yes, I, I was blown away by by uh, the unexpected one. Sly Stallone. Okay, we can understand that. I, I you know, can you imagine uh, his mullet in Conan the Barbarian? I just couldn't picture Conan the Barbarian being five foot six. You know what I mean? Like every one of the actors he has to fight. You know what I mean? Like what do they have to hire a, a midget troop or something? I don't. You know what I mean? It just, oh yeah, God. yeah. This. The second, <laughs> the second person to turn down the role, and I don't even, I couldn't even imagine, was Charles Bronson. Yeah, that floored me. 
That dude is 186 pounds with a 20-pound backpack on. Yeah, and he looked like he was 73 years old in 1982. Yeah, it's like somebody casting my stepdad to play Conan. And another, another, uh, some interesting fact that is, um, Oliver Stone wrote the initial script, and he set the story in the future. And it was going to be like a four-hour saga that was going to be like $70 million. And it was going to have a bunch of monsters and shit, futuristic monsters. And they're like, nah, we ain't going to do that. And someone else came in and rewrote the script, and we got Conan the Barbarian. Thank God for mir- small miracles. Any chance that four-hour saga could have been interesting? I mean, Oliver Stone, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I made the mistake of actually buying the director's cut of Conan the Barbarian. That was the worst uh, financial decision <laughs> I made in a, in a in a movie purchase in a long time. What do you mean? I, I 15, mean, how- 15 minutes of extra un, uncut, uh, unseen footage. Well, I'm sure you saw some amazing extra fight scenes we didn't see, right? Uh, no. What uh, did you see for 15 minutes? Well, I watched the whole movie waiting to see the parts I hadn't seen before. And it gets to the end after he cuts Thulsa Doom's head off and all his followers throw their torches in the fountain. Then here comes the 15 minutes that they were talking about. And it's Arnold staring off in the distance with the wind blowing his mullet gently (laughs) while somebody plays a flute solo in the background. I was pissed. I mean, pissed. <laughs> oh shit! That was his real hair too. I found that out. Yeah, uh, you know, and one of my biggest gripes, you know, always watching the movie was I always thought it was a, just a horrible wig. That you know, I mean, I just thought they could have got a better wig. And then when you told me that was his real hair, that that put me to to a knee. I had to take a knee on that one. I also found out that uh, James Earl Jones traded workout tips for acting tips during the movie i think he might have just traded eating tips because <laughs> james didn't look like he was that uh no fit no he looked like he was about 56 pounds overweight for this movie but now talk about an acting resume mm-hmm. that guy literally can go down as one of the baddest actors ever just off of two roles he's played it's also doom Mm-hmm. And Darth Vader, and two of the maddest know, dudes in movies. And he barely had to act in Darth Vader. Now he yeah, he just, just voice, his voice, and just walk around real stiff. But this character Doom and Conan the Barbarian, he had some amazing lines. That wasn't him in the Darth Vader suit. No, no, that was a. They had like a big uh, six foot seven German actor. Uh, originally uh, is the guy that walked around in the Darth Vader suit. Oh, so he, Jones just did the voice. Didn't he also, wasn't he the voice in The Lion King too? I don't know. I, I haven't Robert, seen Lion King Robert, in so Robert, long. Yeah. Okay. Was that his, was that his hair in the movie? Dooms? <laughs> I, I, that I don't know. Man, he had a straight-up Rick James perm going on, didn't he? He looked super fly. Yeah. So this movie starts off, you know, I'm gonna, you, you know, it's, I think it's best that you talk the movie, but 
I want to start start off with the father. I think Conan's father could have been a great football coach. He broke it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, third one of the podcast. Uh, I think uh, he his dad went out like a straight-up G when uh, the village got attacked. I mean, that guy probably killed like 12, 12 mounted riders all by himself and then, you know, got took out by a, a pack of dogs after he'd already been wounded. Mortal. Yeah, got hit with it, like an axe in the back. Yeah, you know, that had to hurt. Wow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And another great soundtrack. Oh, what people don't know is me and Pete will, uh, will be talking on the phone and we'll just randomly bust out the Conan music. Ah, he, he, ha. Yeah, whenever I'm hanging around with my brother, whenever I, do, I feel like I do something special, I go to Spotify and I just walk around him playing the Conan the Barbarian soundtrack. And the, the look on his face is amazing. I was so hyped for the second Conan movie, only to have my hopes and dreams squashed. That that movie was trash. Yeah, I mean, not, not many movies have better sequels or as good sequels. I mean, this one was pure ass. This was probably one of the worst drop-offs I could remember in the sequel. Yeah, the CGI having uh, Wilt Chamberlain in it, it just uh, didn't do anything for me. Now, I'm going to tell you, as a young kid, there were two hot, there were three hotties in my life. There was Janet from uh, Three's Company. There was Wonder Woman. And there was Conan's mom. Holy shit. The eyes on Conan's mom. Unbelievable. Conan's mom. Beautiful woman. And, and one of the, the gripes I have with this movie, these cats, who, know, who knows how long they're riding on horseback, but they slaughter this whole village. And they probably see the most beautiful woman they've ever seen in their lives. And you, you would think, I don't know, 60, 70 uh, of Doom's uh, army, they, they might have uh, they might have wanted to spend some time with Conan's mom. Didn't work out that way. Uh, see, this is where you got to realize when you're dealing with a cult, William. They they only wanted the children because they could mold them and, and enslave them without having to worry about them, you know, fighting back. You, you take the children, you kill everybody else. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing: if I was if I was in this army. What would happen if I would have said, "Hold, whoa, whoa, hold up, you know, let, let me let me introduce myself real quick." What? I'm sure probably Thulsa Doom would probably have had you pinned to the tree of woe. Oh, you're trying to you know put the fucking village raiding uh, operation at risk so you could go squeeze some titties. And let me tell you what, I would take a shot of the tree of. This is why you're not on a zombie team. You're not first pick of a zombie team. I know, but listen, I'm going to eat a couple of uh, buzzards to, to take a shot at Conan's mom. Beautiful woman. And, I, and like I said, up until probably 16, 17, those were the three. Now, what about my other two? You, do you agree with Janet from Three's Company and Wonder Woman? Was Janet the blonde? No, Janet was the dark-haired one. I can't remember then. Oh. I just remember the annoying blonde. That's because you probably had a thing for Mrs. Roper. Uh, no, when I, I back in the day, I'll give you Linda Carter. Uh huh. 
to square up. Uh, that's it was something about Cindy Crawford. At age ten, Cindy Crawford was a thing for us. Like, I, I was like probably age twelve. Okay, I don't, 13. I don't. Yeah, I just remember those three. I just remember those three, and I think that was her only American-made movie. She was like a Spanish star. She was fucking smoking hot, no matter what. Yeah, her eyes. I'm telling you, dude. That, I think that's how I became an eye guy. It's from that movie. And probably dark hair from the other two. Who knows? But anyway. Why I, 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 you know, I mean, I don't praise probably because of this movie. And uh, so <laughs> Conan gets captured. And they throw him in my exercise program. They also give him my hairstyle from 1994. And, and your shorts. Oh yeah, he had my shorts on. <laughs> I love those shorts. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. What what the hell were they doing? What were they doing with that big ass circle? They were making flour. Fucking cold army gotta have bread too, bro. Are you sure that's what they were doing? They were. He was either grinding flour or wheat. Holy shit! And they showed they showed him. As a little kid pushing, and he, he had some, of course, he had some ginger kid. I think it was a ginger kid hitting, hitting him with a whip. And then they fast forward. You see Arnold getting all cut up. What happens with the big redhead guy? Does he buy him? That's Yeah, that's who comes back and, 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 and buys him. He just, he just go, goes up because Conan was the last man standing of all the slaves that looked like a big red just decides to buy him? Yeah, he's going to start his own MMA group. Now, probably my favorite montage in movie history is Conan learning how to be uh, a fighter. Believe it or not, bro, this could be the first montage that we know of. Yeah, it was phenomenal. He struggled a little bit with with, with uh, his first uh, opponent who had the, the, the pretty smile. Remember the guy bit him? Conan, oh, yeah. Conan made a lot of his, his obnoxious screams. Conan got the advantage on just brute strength. And the next thing you know, Conan just becomes a badass. Just starts dominating. He starts pandering to the crowd. He's enjoying this. Oh, I mean, it was the... You got to think, man. You put yourself in, in his shoes. Village slaughtered. Parents gone at a young age. Then you're kicked into slavery. For it looks like what at least ten years. Yeah. Say he's eight when he gets kidnapped, eighteen when he when he gets thrown in the pits, and you know he's got people cheering for him now instead of fucking whipping him. Yeah, that's a good point. And here's another interesting thing about this movie: before there was internet, I believe Conan, as a reward, he was the first one to start the casting couch. Before before Pornhub became popular. One of his rewards for victories was was a, a hottie, and a lot of Asian dudes were jerking off to it while they while while he uh, had some time with them. So he might have been the first casting couch. That's pretty cool. And I think afterwards, big some somehow throughout this, Big Red decides to set him free. Any idea why? Uh, when they were sitting in the the one. General's war tent, and uh, Conan 
had answered his question of what is best in life. Now what? And, uh, I think uh, his owner probably felt felt bad for him because what's best in life, Conan told him. Crush your enemies. Crush your enemies. Uh huh. See them driven before you, and hear the lamination of their women. And what does lamination mean? They get conquered. So we see how Conan decides to conquer women uh, in this scene where he's caged up. He uh, he decides to put on a little R. Kelly, and and he looks like he's got a, a tender touch, which is kind of surprising for a barbarian. Didn't he's a, a fighter, not a lover. Yeah, I didn't expect to see him uh, throw on uh, Aaron Hall as he's making love, but whatever, I can live with it. So Big Red sets him free. He doesn't do him any favors. He just leaves a big-ass chain on him. And Conan just he, – he, he ends up getting to like a, a hidden temple or a hidden cave. He Does he believe that's Crom's caves that he finds? I don't know if he believes it's Crom's grave, uh, grave but uh, remember he utters Crom when he sees the – the crown on the skeleton in the little uh, tucked away tomb he fell in. Remember, because he climbed up the rocks to escape the dogs chasing him in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. He finds a sword and uh, then he strolls upon a, a very hot Asian banshee, I guess. And she's a witch. And once again, Conan decides to throw on a little key sweat. You know he's getting about three and a half strokes a minute. and uh, But she's enjoying it. Maybe a little too much? I, You know I mean? I think he was hitting the G spot. Oh, shit. She, she turned into a straight firecracker. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and, and he just throws her in the fire like girls like that grew on trees back in the day. Conan should have just no. moved in with her. Had some babies. What, what, what everybody doesn't know is Pete loves loves Asian women. Hmm. How many when when the chick starts to turn into a, the demon? How many extra strokes are you still? Turning? Oh boy, um, I'm gonna say this, Conan. The movie would have ended with me and this Asian banshee having like nine kids. It'd have been over. It'd have been no barbarian. Yeah. It'd have been nothing. But Conan decides to waste a beautiful woman. And I'm just saying, you know, maybe uh, the movie would did with me probably gaining 75 pounds. Yeah, it had been Conan, the, the Jamaican, with 17 jobs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So somehow when Conan walked into her lair, I guess, he didn't notice a little Asian dude that was chained up to the wall, but he comes out and a, one foot away from her bedroom is this little Asian dude. And the Con and Conan goes up to him and I guess homeboy hasn't eaten in a while. Conan says, who says you're going to? And somehow they become BFFs. And we get another montage of them two just running around, you know, with the, my buddy song playing in the background. And that's they went to Disneyland. <laughs> and that's where we see uh, eventually they 
Conan eating uh, the best piece of chicken we've ever seen. Yeah, they were talking uh, politics and, and religion. Yeah. And uh, them two are just BFFs. Uh, we see them get tore up a little bit. Conan decides to beat the hell out of a camel. And uh, they decide to rob the tower. Did they know that was Doom's Tower? Uh, well, I mean, they knew it was a snake worshiper tower. Remember, they, they, dude, they got the, the uh, edibles from Totem. That was the only snake cult in town. Okay. So this is where Conan meets his, uh, his future girlfriend. And who I think, you know, the three women we've seen, one, two, three women we've seen Conan with. Eh. I mean, she had a nice body. She's a good-looking woman. I don't know who she was. I didn't even look her up. I've never seen her. She had some big-ass hands. Did she? She had Larry Bird hands? She had some man hands. So the tower is loaded with a bunch of honeys. And they find, I guess it. Uh, what's going on? What's going on with the snake downstairs and the jewel? Sleeping. What, what? I mean, what's the purpose of having all those beautiful women in that temple? You sacrifice them. Okay. So these guys didn't care about any desires of the flesh. No. They just wanted. They were a fucking snake worshiping cult. So what's their goal in life? Their leader turned into a fucking big-ass snake. But They ate fucking human flesh uh -huh. and had mad orgies. Oh, so they did care. Okay. Well, I mean, they only had orgies when they were doing their, their fucking, like, ceremony shit. Like, they didn't use sex like like you and I would think about it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, goddamn, fourth one. Uh, it wasn't a for-pleasure thing. Okay. All right, so they steal the they kill the snake, steal the snake jewel. That's what I'm gonna call it. And uh somehow they they escaped. And this is where they they, be, they they get picked up by a king who wants his daughter back. Yeah, the kingdom that they were in. Okay. Where they stole the crown or stole the jewel. Okay, so so here here's part of my gripe with this movie. This movie could have been like 25 minutes shorter. So I'm just going to tell you that we're going to skip all the bullshit and we're getting to, to you know, where, where he meets all, Conan meets all the hippies. Now, that those are all Doom's followers? Yes. Okay, and Conan decides to dress up like a flower child. Conan goes to a, a fucking Beatles concert. And Conan, in, in order to get this, I guess, like this pass, this snake pass, he decides to have butt sex with some guy. Or he leads the guy on thinking that they're going to do that. Conan does some WWE hit to the stomach, knocks him out. What, what alerted the guards that Conan shouldn't have had this, like, pass to get through? I, I, he had only... Well, I mean, the only place that thing would be found at would be in a snake uh, pit. 
Oh. You wouldn't be carrying it around. Oh. But see, Conan didn't go to school. You know what I mean? He was he was raised as a slave, so he didn't know any better. All right. So Doom captures him. And James Earl Jones shows the world why he's a great actor. And do you remember any of those lines that, from that dialogue? Other than him chastising him for killing the snake? About the riddle, like the riddle of steel. He, he, he remembered when Conan, you know, complained that, you know, he killed his family, his village, his mother, his people. He said, oh, yeah, back when I was. Oh, come on now, Jay. You know you got to give me the you killed my mother. You killed my mother, my father. You killed my village. <laughs> he said you took my father's sword. And, and Doom's like, yeah, that's when I was a young cat. When I had the Rick James perm, you know, we were a little crazy back then. There was a time where, he, you know, where, where we wanted to search for steel. And that meant more than gold or jewels. And then uh, he talks about the, the riddle of steel. And it's uh, steel. He tells Conan steel isn't strong. Flesh is stronger. And then he wastes a perfectly beautiful woman, has her jump to her death. And, you know, why would Doom want to kill Conan here when he could just play with his food? And that's where we meet the, the tree or woe where we see Conan eat some more bird, which is pretty cool. That is the worst animatronic uh, bird I've ever seen in the movie, too. Yeah. And so Conan's near death. And, and, and honestly, guys, I'm going to save everyone on this planet some time. There's a wizard involved. There's a bunch of, of cursive words printed on Conan. Uh, they heal him up. And it was about 25 minutes. It could have been two. That's my opinion, Jay. Am I wrong? I think so. You like that whole scene where, where they're just sitting there crying over Conan? Well, I mean, this is where the the wizard tells the chick, you know what I mean, to bring Conan back, fifth one, to bring Conan back, there's going to be a heavy price. And she said, whatever it is, I will pay it. And it comes out that it's her life is what the price is for Conan. Now, do you think if she knew that, she'd have said, no, we're good. We still got some of this jewelry from the king. I think it's going to go find another dumbass to hook up with. I mean... All depends. Did she still have that big-ass... Uh, diamond on her or if not you know, I mean who knows was she broke so <laughs> so alright so we'll get rid of the 25 minutes and just tell you he heal, he gets healed up they break back into Doom's castle and that's where we see the, the delicious soup oh. this is hold on you're skipping some of the best body paint oh uh, Conan did the zebra camo. He looked cool as shit, if you ask me, when they snuck in the, in the Fulsa Doom's crib. Okay. You didn't like that Yeah, shit? I mean, sure. They, they, what they could have done is just had Conan pass out from fatigue, uh, put him on a horse, give him some water and some, some more chicken breast, and save everyone on the planet 20 minutes of their lives. That's just my opinion. But yeah, he looks smooth. And they break back into the castle. 
And um, I don't care how hungry I am. I'm not eating a bowl of that soup, Jake. That soup was so fucking gross looking. But the music was perfect for the scene again. And there was just a big ass orgy popping. Yeah, and the Asian dude was like, Is this heaven? And, you know, he starts diddling himself a little bit. And their their goal is to rescue the princess. Now, does does Doom know that they're there? Because he for some reason he decides to go uh True Blood, he goes where snake on us, turns into a big ass snake, and just disappears. I didn't, I didn't think he knew they were there. He just decided to leave. I think he was just going back to his lair. You know what I mean? Like, dude, he's he's fucking Tulsa Doom. He, you know how hard it is being life at a party every fucking night. He's like, all right, motherfucker, you got your soup and shit. You're all fucking cool. I'm going to bed. Yeah, well, how <laughs> you know? they said he was like a thousand years old at this time. Yes. You have any idea what what year this movie was supposed to take place in? They never say. Oh, probably like probably like you know, uh, four thousand years before fucking you know any known history we we know of. This is way 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 back in the day. Okay, so he was he decides to leave the party. Pretty pretty gr- really good fight scene breaks out. Where they rescue the princess. She wants no part of being rescued. And. uh, Doom. Kills Conan's hottie. During the escape. He takes a. Snake. I guess he has the ability to turn snakes into arrows. Why not? Right? You told the Doom. Yeah. and I mean he could have just killed the. The biggest threat to him being the barbarian, he decides he wants to toy with Conan some more. And, you know, uh, Hottie doesn't make it. Conan's not feeling too good about it. And then we get to the Battle of the Mounds. And that was a a pretty badass fight scene. Conan talks to Krom. He kind of like, kind of like, uh, Serrano does to Joe Boo in Major League. This is when Tulsa Doom's coming to to get back the princess and finish off Conan once and for all. Now you gotta remember, mm-hmm. Tulsa Doom's like a god. Yeah. Do you think a god really puts too much thought and care into dealing with a human? He probably, you know, he like he seriously underestimated Conan. But I mean in the comic books, you know, Conan does does this all the time. Okay. So what the Conan talks to Krom. I know you always quote something from this. What do you got? Uh what was it? He's like Krom, uh, I don't pray to you. I don't have the tongue for yeah. it. But but he uh you know he he wanted help getting revenge. He says because his old lady. No died. one, not even you, will remember if we were good men or bad, why we fought or why we died. All that matter. Only two, that. yeah, two stood against many. I, but he didn't even count the wizard. That's how useless this fucking wizard was to this movie. We could have saved twenty five minutes, never had this guy. But anyways, 
The Wizards the guy telling the story. And they the could have they could have gave gave it to his what was his little Asian friend, the archer? What was his name? Uh come on, man. You said the name you said the name is Sapoti? No. <laughs> was it was it Pootie Tang? <laughs> was like it Zadate? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, there you go. Anyway, so so it could have been Zadate. He could have just narrated narrated this movie. We didn't even need the Asian dude. He's like five foot two. He looked goofy with armor. He just wasted everyone's time. And uh so he didn't even count him. He said two stood against many. That's what that's what's important. Uh, so he says, "Grant me one request. Give me revenge. And if you don't, the hell with you, Joe Boo. Forget about it. He don't need you. Don't throw me a curse. Yeah. So Conan gets in the fight with with a big. What kind of weapon did Homeboy have? Like a big ass hammer." Yes. And that's when Conan gets saved by a spooky ghost, like straight up Scooby Doo style. Hot blonde. That actually the guy that plays the guy swinging the hammer at him is the same guy that was in Predator that plays the Russian dude that shoots the hostage. That's a, a BFF to Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, it is. Sven. So Conan looked like it was a pretty even fight. Maybe maybe Big Hammer McGillicuddy was getting the advantage on him. And Spooky Ghost comes in and says, you want to live forever? I thought she bl- – did she blind him? What did she do to him? Yeah, she uh, – the glare of the sun. Yeah, and so – yeah, Conan gets the advantage on him. Uh Obviously, from from the two movies reviewed, we we reviewed Arnold is amazing at set, setting booby traps. There's a lot of spikes set up, and I didn't see one person fall into them. I mean, I saw people f- roll into them, but nobody like rode into them. So they did a lot of work, and those spikes, you know, all the booby traps, eh, you know, sure, whatever. And uh, this is a prequel to fucking Home Alone. Yeah. He went straight up Kevin McAllister all throughout the deal. And uh, Conan kills uh, Doom's, I guess, his his top two guys. Yep. Axe McGillicuddy and the other dude. I don't even remember what kind of weapon he had. Probably just a sword. Yeah, it was just a sword. And, uh, at the, you know, the princess is saved. Doom. That guy actually that he killed that had the, he had Conan's dad sword. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And that's where the wizard did something in the movie, right? Didn't he? Who took the Who took the arrow that was aimed for the princess? Uh, I believe it was. The yeah. Wizard. So the wizard, we got 27 minutes of wizard when he only had purpose for like three seconds. Uh. Then, then Conan decides to leave his 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 crew behind, the wizard and Zadate, and uh, he he goes back door McGillicuddy, and so Doom's supposed to be a thousand year old god, and Conan just handles his business. 
Doom was trying to become a father figure to Conan. Well, Doom was... Conan snuck up on him when he was doing a TED Talk. Yeah. And right when he was in the middle of a PowerPoint, Conan rudely interrupted. Yeah. And, you know, Doom tried to take credit for Conan's whole entire life, giving him purpose, and, you know... You know, he's the whole reason he got all jacked up, and you know the reason he became such a great warrior was, you know, because he put him on that path. And then Conan looked at him for like, you know, what, a couple Arnie seconds, and then proceeded to hack his fucking head off. That first hack was special with his dad's broken yep. sword. Takes takes off Doom's head, shows it to all the hippies that, and um. He throws it down the stairs and Conan decides this is, you know, Jamie's 15 extra minutes of footage. We only get a couple minutes of it. Conan sits down, the wind's blowing in his hair. Of course, there's a hottie hanging around who probably likes R. Kelly music also. And Conan pretty much just, I guess he just claims the hottie. Then what? What happens in the comic books? So the, to, to us, the movie's over right there. Well, in the comic books, it differs greatly from the movie. In the movie, you know, they, they took liberties that nothing like that never happened in the, in the comics. Conan was never a slave. Okay. His village never got destroyed. His people were never wiped out. He, uh, he actually like, killed a kid when he was like 13 and felt bad. I mean, he did. He, he was in the right, but uh, he was just stronger and bigger than all the other kids in his village. He, he would, he, he like exiled himself from his own village, lived outside the village, hunted and did all this other stuff and would leave it for the rest of the village. Just so, you know, they, he was uh, taking care of his responsibilities and that kid's responsibilities take care of that kid's family and uh he just always wanted to leave his village and explore because his grandfather was an adventurer and would always tell him about visiting these faraway lands and so conan goes about his adventures when he's like 16 leaves for good i mean not good he comes he does come back a couple times but i mean it's uh you know he's set on adventuring do you think do you think Doom should have went out with a fight at least? We have we didn't see Doom do anything this movie except kill Conan's mom. I think Doom and he was a cult, he was a cult leader. leader. Bro, when you're the CEO, you're not out there fucking flipping burgers. Yeah. No, I, I you know I just thought it was way too simple. I, you know, maybe James Earl Jones was just too chunky to get in a real fight scene. I just think you're being a little too harsh. The movie was back in 1982. I think it was fucking amazing. Ooh. Yeah, now it's 2020. You can come back and pick it apart. No, on, I mean... Bro. That movie was listen, solid gold for a long motherfucking listen, time. Listen, I love the movie. Excellent movie. Great fight scenes. Uh, you know, I just... I they. A wasted, perfectly beautiful woman early in the movie, and then the wizard. I I just think it felt it was like a two hour, ten minute movie. It could have been an hour and forty minutes. That's 
all the flaws you you just went over still doesn't mean shit because there still hasn't been a movie this good with you know wizards or barbarians and sword fights. Everything's been PG and trash since Conan. Yeah. Even the second Conan movie was trash. Yeah, definitely. So we both agreed that Predator is our favorite movie of all time. Where's Conan ranked for you? I'd say Conan's in the top five. So what would you rate it like on a like if we were rating on a ten scale? I'd give it a nine five. Wow. You got to take in the factors, bro. Nineteen eighty two. That's why Alien and Aliens. Those movies are great. Because look, they were you know nineteen seventy eight when that movie was mm-hmm. written. How forward thinking that was. That's why you know I mean like there's some things. Uh, six, you know what it means. Uh, there's some things that uh, you know Seven. Like, I, that factor into it. Seven. Me. All right. Listen, you, you at seven? No, like with Predator, that's a solid ten. So you're telling me the only I'd say nine nine. Uh, no, the only reason it doesn't get a ten is because of the nuclear blast. No, well, here's the thing: you said you say Conan the Barbarians in your top five. I could probably randy, randomly start spitting out movies you're you're gonna probably think are better. Aliens. Uh that's what about like Goodfellows? That's in the top five. See that that's a good one, but I mean not going to knock out Conan. Nothing from Quentin Tarantino and Glorious Bastards, Pulp no. Fiction. No. Do you have any comedies in your top ten? Forty-year-old virgin, old school. Uh, I don't know if they make the top. No, 10. probably not. What? I mean, comedies are great. Yeah. Mhm. I just, you know, I don't know. I would, I would, you know, I, yeah. Well, listen. Even if you keep it under twelve, it's a moral victory for the, the listening audience because it went from two hundred and twenty-seven to twelve baby steps. Mm-hmm. And gross. we went right now. We're at almost forty-four minutes, and the only editing I'm I might do. Is 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 the fact that you're gonna have like four family members disown me, uh, when you talk about butthole pleasures? You don't think they're gonna disown you when you're like, how come they didn't keep the chicken Whoa. rape on the way to? The I didn't place? say that. I'm <laughs> saying, well, well, yeah, no, she's gonna have sex with them voluntarily. <laughs> well, I'm saying for the time frame we're in. And all these dudes, I mean, you know, there's there's got to be one that thinks like me. Like, hold on now. Can I at least make her my wife? Do I have that option, sir? You know, maybe I'll get, I'll work a couple extra hours a week. Any chance I, I could marry Conan's mom? She looked like she was like 27. She Conan was like 17 at this time. Yeah. And yeah, you know what? Listen, I'm not I'm not an idiot. I'm not gonna go up to Doom and say a damn thing. I'm gonna be out of sight, out of mind. Hope to God I never have to eat that soup. You know, and just whatever whatever girls Doom doesn't want a part of, th- those are the ones I'll spit some game to. Right? 
smart thing to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're rolling with a dude that turns into mm-hmm. a giant snake, hopefully, if we're still friends and we're both in the snake cult, you don't do anything stupid that gets us both killed. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to rate this movie, honestly. I, it's not It's not in my top ten. Yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. I gave it a, a good 8.5. Eight 8.5. Five. Eight five. And uh, it, held, it held up very well. didn't hold up as good as Predator. It was made five years before Predator. And Arnold, you could just tell in those five years, uh, he... I think he was made for Predator. I think he was a really good. He's better than Charles Bronson or, or Sly Stallone for for uh, Conan. I thought he did really good. No, I don't think he, I don't think you could have got anybody no, else. To do you that couldn't either. have. When The Rock was cast as the Scorpion King, and they were going to do the Scorpion King movie after the horrible Mummy Three bad CGI version of the Scorpion King. I was so excited. I'm like, finally, you know. Then they made it PG-13. And it was complete trash. I haven't had a good uh, Barbarian movie. No. Conan. And that's you're going on, what, 28 years? Yeah. No, you're right about that. I, my, my gripes was just the time, how, you know, the wizard in a bunch of shit that we could have just hit the fast forward on. But yeah, I give it a solid A5. Now, you have any idea where you want to go for the third movie? You know me. I love the 80s movies. I'm a, I'm a, I love all movies, but the 80s, I think, were, was the, one of the best eras for movies. So I know what you, you were watching today. In the last couple of days, you watched the original thing and the remake. Did you complete the remake or the, I guess the prequel? To... It's the prequel, yeah. Now, how do you compare the two? Nothing. They don't compare. The first one's the first one. Yeah. That's just the all-time classic. The, the, you know what I mean? It's... Kurt Douglas. Yeah, him too. Kurt Russell. <laughs> Kurt Angle. <laughs> Could have been Kurt Angle. <laughs> I think Kurt Douglas was in like Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> His son, Michael Douglas, was in Fatal uh, <laughs> Dude, I heard the, the Mets got this young pitcher named Frank Violi. <laughs> okay, so I, I say we go with the thing. The original thing. 80s movie. Um, I, I, bro, we can go anywhere. We can go... We can do anything you want, man. Oh, any care. any yeah, chance like in the next couple, I want to do Mark Mark Wahlberg's Fear. That was like nineteen ninety five or nineteen ninety six. What? All right, and here you are worried about me getting you kicked out of your family for the butt thing, and you're going to talk about banging a chick on a roller coaster. No, no. Well, I just watched that movie, and it was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I know. We oh, had to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, Mark Wahlberg, uh, he showed flashes of uh, his worst role in The Happening, and probably, I thought, flashes of, of his best role. I thought Fear, I thought him at his best in Fear was as good as him in Boogie Nights. So that's just an option. 
Uh, we're going to discuss it. Uh, it's probably going to be the thing's going to be our third episode. And I thought, you know, like I, that one makes my top five. No doubt about it. The thing. Which one? Oh, okay. No, fear is not a top. Let's hear. Let's let's hear your top five. My top five movies all time. We got Predator. We got Aliens. Yeah, I said I said it uh, plural. If I said Alien singular, it'd be the first one. But okay, Aliens. We got Goodfellas. We got The Departed. Oh, and number five, dude. That, that I know my top four. I five is debatable. I couldn't. I couldn't. You know, there's just like 19 movies going through my head. I'll get my top four. Those are my top four. What about your top four or five? I got Predator, Aliens, Conan, Thing, and the original. See, Blade I was Runner. never a fan of Blade Runner. Maybe because I was just a little lost during the movie. I don't know if I was. They're uh, slave robots that are that you know are sentient. That you know they're like living, experiencing mm-hmm. creatures. And the whole premise of the movie was the three the, the ones that escaped. They were they came back to Earth to try to figure out a way to live longer because they only have like a lifespan of like five years and all like they've known was war and the other one was like a sex bot and they were just trying to to be free and and experience life like every like every creature wants yeah i, I was thinking of my top five and the things the things one of those movies in consideration there's no doubt well let me ask you your opinion would you rather watch a great movie or a great TV series. In and out, a couple hours. Yeah. TV series is just. I think our, our top. I think our top five TV series. I think we're very similar because I'll say for me, we got The Wire. We got Game of Thrones. Uh, I would say Justified. What a, a great show! A lot of people haven't watched. Justified is an amazing show. See, this is what this is. Yeah, this is this is where I get a little. It gets a little tough for me. I already know Sopranos is probably in your top five, and those other three are probably in your top five. You get. Yeah, it was Rome. so short though. Two two excellent seasons though. You're talking extreme quality. The acting, yeah, the sets, everything. There wasn't one flaw in that whole entire show, other than it was only two seasons. So, what rounds out your five? Because I know you Rome's four for you. I'm sure The Wire. Yeah, I know Game of Thrones is in your top two or three. You agreed with just the Wire's number one. The Wire's the best show ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Not even the best characters ever made ever in television history. Uh, Game of Thrones was an amazing show. Probably the best single episode I've ever seen in television history was was the Red Wedding. That was one of those ones where you're just like, what the fuck? What in the tarnation? Dude, I hit the rewind button like 27 times. What a job by the mom. 
that scream she and then she just throws in the towel and says slits she well i mean she she slit the throat she was gonna yeah slit. so the game uh i'm sorry uh the wire game of thrones justified you said rome what's which what's, what's rome. five for you I'm going to throw Breaking Bad, just made my top five. So, me and right now, I never, I'm I never, t- I anyone, never anyone that's Bad. never watched Breaking Bad, get through three episodes. Get past Walter White and his family. Just fight through the adversity. Once you get past that, it becomes amazing. Oh, my God, it's such a smart show. Brilliant. I'd say Sopranos is is mm. my number five. Game. But I mean it really took a dip after uh the dream dream season. That was oh crazy. it ruined it. It it took Sopranos out of my top ten of all time just because just because of the pen salesman, pencil salesman. It's between Sopranos oh. and Deadwood. But Deadwood and Sopranos oh. both ended in with like a yeah, but Deadwood up until that final episode would have been in my top five. I was, and then they came out with the Deadwood movie. That ended just as shitty as the they fucking nothing. TV show. You fucking San Francisco <laughs> cocksuckers. What's your favorite line from The Sopranos that you say to me all the time? You sugar-free soda-drinking <laughs> motherfucker. Do we, we ever do to talk TV shows. We could spend 10 hours on Pauly. The ghouls. One of the best characters. Yeah, the ghouls. Of all time. I'm seeing fucking ghouls Yeah, here. I, I don't know. When the boys' basketball team needed uniforms, mm-hmm. who was there? I was. And see, you and I, we've talked about doing TV shows. I don't even know how to approach a TV show. We'd have to do it. We'd have to break down each. Oh, you know how much fun. You know know what we would need? Oh, I can't even say this. You you know what's crossing my mind if we ever break down the wire. Because we can't. Some of the best quotes uh, we cannot say. And. I mean, Snot Boogie? <laughs> Come on now. Marlo, Snoop, Erk, everything. That show is meant. Yeah. Omar, y'all. Ben Laden. Two for fives. W-M-P. Pandemic. God, Pandemic. I tell you what. <laughs> if you haven't watched The Wire, uh, you're doing yourself a disservice. It is easily, I think. If I'm if I'm on death row, Jay, my final meal and my final what I want to watch, my final meal is going to be marshmallow fluff and crunchy ass peanut butter, and I'm watching The Wire and a gallon of milk. And whoever has to clean up after me, uh, you should you should find another job, homeboy. It ain't my fault. But yeah, I think if I'm watching one thing before I pass away, it's going to be The Wire again. Over any movie, over any other television show. What about you? You're watching one more thing, and that's that's it. You're done. Nothing else. What is it going to be? It ain't going to be a movie. You're going to make that shit last. 
Is it going to be Game of Thrones? Is it going to be The Wire? Game of Thrones is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah that, we, show. that show will fucking tear absolutely. your fucking heart out. Some of the best... My favorite thing about that show was how true life it was in some aspects. All the guys that fucking stood up and did the right thing. Yeah. What happened to them? They got fucking... Yeah. Violently. Yes. Now... Fucking now you 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 did not watch Breaking Bad. When I say Walter White was an absolutely great TV villain, but then you want to talk about Game of Thrones, Joffrey. Uh, what was what was the dude with the dogs? What was his name? Ramsey Bolt. That was Ramsey Bolton. Bolton. And what about the old the old guy, the old pedophile, the one that the, the Red Wedding. He was an unbelievable villain too. I can't remember his name. That's the problem with Game of Thrones. I get, lo- I got lost on what the hell was going on, who was related to who. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. I just remember each season, the new season would start. He would always say the What's same that? shit. There's too many characters. Yeah, way too much PP. Way too much PP and way too many characters. They backed off. They backed off the wiener. Later in later in the uh, seasons, but I thought I was watching uh, Oz again. You know the funny the funny thing that was a the funny thing about watching show. Oz it, now is that like half of the cast are do are like spokesmen for for insurances. So when they come on and say you know uh, I'm Mayhem or the State Farm guy, was it the State Farm guy? Whoever Schillinger was. Yeah, I've I've seen their peepees, and I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable paying for insurance. I've seen your spokesman. Now, if you want, if Flo wants to get naked, okay, I'll see that. But uh, you know, no peepees. I'm not going to pay for insurance if I seen your peepee. Now, when uh, you want to do the movie review of Brokeback Mountain, I'll, I'll have to have my little sister. Chime in on that one because you you and her are the only two people. I I'm not afraid that, to admit it. Watch I watched Brokeback Mountain. Do you, did you get to see? Uh, <laughs> I'm, not I'm not afraid to admit it. I did pause the movie six times and sit there and, and think. <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? No, well, I paused the movie six times to really sit there and want and, and think to myself, can I finish? Because it was uncomfortable. <laughs> oh shit. No, not like you're thinking, dude. I'm, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> you know what love is. And ever since Jamie heard that I watched that movie, he does his uh, Heath Ledger voice to me. What's messed up? What's messed up about that movie is that, I mean, those guys weren't even—they were on the mountain for like nine minutes. It started like drizzling. They put up a tent, and now they're having butt love. I, and I was like, you know what? Maybe after like twenty-six years of prison, it's debatable. But dude, it barely started raining. Uh, you guys—you just ate a big ass meal. There's no reason to to, to do that. Your, your life wasn't on the line. It was like 53 degrees. They wanted to warm up. Oh, 
it was tough. It was a tough movie to watch, dude. Definitely. We'll never, I don't think we're, I don't think I can get you to watch that so we could do a review. No, that's what I'm saying. You and my little sister both said the, the same thing. No, it's oh, a I beautiful love that. story, though. <laughs> I did not say that. There, there are some movies like I, I'll watch one time and I'll be like, okay, I don't need to see again. That's one of them. Definitely one of them. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption for me. Great movie. Just homeboy getting raped and beaten. I believe that's my brother's that was brutal. He, you know, his my top five and your top five and his top five are very similar. Um, but yeah, Shawshank Redemption that was a one-time deal for me too. Passion of the Christ. Never once, watched it. Once and done. When when Jesus when Jesus gets uh, before he gets crucified, man. That's, that's no, I never watched it. Watch. But uh, all right, so I guess the thing it is, I'm gonna watch it next week. I'll have this edited by tomorrow. We'll release it on Monday. And I should lose at least six f- family members from my Facebook friends list. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, listen, hopefully I'm able to edit that out. And you guys have no idea what Jamie said about me and this movie. Uh, but the thing, Jay, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we want to thank you guys, all six of y'all, for listening to Mad Season Movies. And we broke down, so far we've bro- broken down The Predator, and we've broken down Conan the Barbarian, and we're going to get off Arnold. For, if you were guessing, now that we're off Arnold, if you were, if you were, if you were putting money on it, what's, it, if, what's the next Arnold movie we're going to do? The next Arnold movie would have probably have to be like a Terminator Commando? or Terminator 2. Jingle, Commando. Jingle all the way. Raw deal. Oh my god. Oof. Yeah. That one was. Rough. Yeah, I mean. Kindergarten cop was. No, I, you know I don't. I don't mind. I'd never seen Twins. You ever seen that movie? Unfortunately, hmm. yes. Oh. Danny DeVito. Hard. hard pretty funny though. At. Pretty funny dude. Uh, his TV show. Uh, the one that gets all the, yeah, always sunny. Yeah. In, uh, all right, all right, my dude. Well, I think we did. I mean, I honestly, we we did really good. A min, uh, one hour and three minutes. Uh, we broke down Conan, and that'll do it. I kept my, you know what I mean. Yeah, under like that twenty. Did now? I know you you were gonna write yourself a little note. Did you end up doing that, or you just thought you could will will it possible? Yeah. No, I did not do that. I need to. All right, my dude. 